What up, ET fam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Exploring Entrepreneurship with Empire Thoughts. Are you ready? Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. All the way up. What's up, what's up, what's up, ET fam? Welcome back to another episode of Exploring Entrepreneurship with Empire Thoughts. And of course, you know, we have the two best marketing gurus in the game here. Not to put a not to pat our backs or anything, but <laughs> we got Hanu, of course, and Rashawn. And today we want to bring a little, want to give away some secrets. Now, of course, the secrets is going to be about email marketing, which we've been touching on this entire season. Um, but the secret that we really want to touch on is how to, you know, engage with your audience or the different tactics you can use. Well, two very important tactics you can use to engage with your audience and keep them fond of your brand, um, your story, and also your products or services. Um, So one of the main one is a soap opera sequence, which is an email marketing method that, you know, we've used and I'm pretty sure you've heard of um, mostly from Russell Brunson and tons of different um, companies that use it all across in terms of bringing their brand um, to their audience and making them aware and it's more of a, more of like a step-by-step storyline that they go through for about a certain amount of days, depending on you know how you want to um, strategize your soap opera sequence. And then we also have the Seinfeld sequence. Now the Seinfeld sequence is pretty similar, um, but it's more of a detailed story to bring awareness to specific things, such as you know a product or a service or um, even a a new line that you might be um, wanting to introduce to your audience. So um, I'm going to let Hanu start with the soap opera sequence, which this guy's like the guru of. I think he he actually developed um, our first and main soap opera sequence that we use at Empire Thoughts that's been killing for a while now. So if you didn't change, we don't, if it ain't broke, we don't change it. <laughs> you know I mean? No, that's, that's definitely, um, I, I well first of all, right? Um, definitely not a guru. Like I think we, I think we, <laughs> we definitely learned a lot from doing research um, with other people in the industry. Uh, I think one of the definitely credits. I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to us right now, um, we're gonna put you on to him. If you already don't know him, uh, Russell Brunson, definitely someone you should check out. Um, and the other person is like Amy Porterfield. Another person is Daniel Leslie. Like a, a lot of people within this industry use this all the time. Um, Because it's proven to work, right? So as Rashawn mentioned, um, if you've been listening to us already, you know that we're keen on email marketing, right? And and, um, we always talk about basically one thing, and that is you want to build a connection, right? You want to have that connection with your customer, with your subscriber. And um, obviously, you could send emails uh, like no matter what about a random topic, and it hits sometimes, right? We, I think we've talked about this in the past where you could talk about how your day went or you could talk about a product that you're selling or a service that you're providing. But the reason why we say soap opera sequence is so key is because this is legitimately a step-by-step template that you could use to make sure that you are literally setting up a stage where you could sell something. Right. Um, and the reason why we say setting up a stage is because you're not flat out just selling it. You're actually building a, a, um, 
uh, I'm trying to think right now, going blank, but you're basically like building up step by step and having that communication and, and talking to them. That's why it's called a soap opera yeah, sequence. It's like a because warm up for the, for the Seinfeld, yeah. right? But it's also like, Literally, it's called a soap opera sequence because when you watch soap operas, you're telling a story, you're getting mm-hmm. juicy, right? So let's just jump right into it, right? It is a typically five-day emails, right? And it goes back to back to back to back to back. So it's five. Um, and I need you guys to pay close attention. If, if you're going to get anything from this podcast, right, um, by following us, one, it's you know email marketing is key in your business. Not taking anything away from social media. It's definitely up there. But if you want to build that connection, email marketing is the way to go. The second thing you want to take away is this right now, right? So let's just dive in. Day one, so step one of the soap opera sequence is setting the stage, right? So this is where you basically want – to kind of engage with your subscriber and let them know slowly, like very slowly, right, what what you're going through, right? And this could be anything like a life-changing experience that you've had in the past. Um, yes, it might be boring. Like the first email might be pretty boring, but um, it's like the key details that you're setting up for. So think of any amazing soap opera that you've ever watched, right? So let's just talk about the most famous one, um, or one of the most famous ones, right? Game of Thrones. Personally, I think it was that great. Everyone's in love with it. I don't understand. This, this man, Rashawn, loves the show. Um, this guy's been drinking too much today. Yeah, I don't like it, bro. I just don't like it. It was amazing. But, um, but yeah, so so Game of Thrones, right? Everyone who watched the first episode did not like it, right? It took a little bit of episode one, episode two, to really get into the juicy stuff. So that's exactly how I want you to think of this, right? You want the subject to be something that shows – you know, what you're going through. And when I mean subject, I mean the subject line. So literally, it could be chapter one of five, right? Or a five-part series, step number one, okay? And you're going to dive into literally the juicy stuff comes later, remember, later. But the first email, make it make it a story about the details, right? So um, that's how you can start. Right. And that's when you're setting the stage. That's why it's literally called that. And at the end of this email that you're writing, right, you always want to let them know to check out and stay tuned for email number two. Right. And I hope you're catching that. Rashawn, I know we always talk about this and we do it in our emails. Yeah. That if we're sending you an email, we want to make sure that you obviously open it. That's why the subject line is juicy. But we want you to make sure you open our next email. So we'll put like PS, um, make sure you stay tuned for our next email. And the subject line is going to be chapter two of five. Right. So now you know what you're looking out for. And the reason why you're going to look out for it is because in this email, we're going to actually give you more secrets. Right. And we're mentioning that in email number one. So you see what I did there? Make sure you catch that. Email number one, you're giving the details, right? You're making a pretty long email, telling a story. At the end of the email, you're going to say, hey, guys, if you want to learn more and if you're interested, make sure to stay tuned for email number two where I'll dive into more secrets. And then you say the subject line of whatever email two is going to be. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of like just like how you said Game of Thrones was boring in the beginning. That's how 
I think Breaking Bad was for me. Bro, I was literally going to say that. So, I, I just I wanted to stay on one show, but yes, I fell asleep yeah, Breaking Bad too. Yeah, I, I couldn't get past the first like two episodes for yeah. so long. But then, as you said, like the first episode was just literally telling you about this old man as a mm-hmm. as a school teacher, and you're just like it's yep. kind of boring. But then at the end, they left you with a cliffhanger exactly for you to get to that next next episode. Hey, he's a now he's turning to a drug, and you're like, mm-hmm. I want to see what happens next. I want to see yeah. what happens next. Yeah. So I think that kind of relates to how the PS at the end of our emails kind of tie into the next email to keep them um, kind of like on your toes yep. and pretty much looking out for that next email. And I think the key word there is cliffhanger, right? Yeah. Um, and I know we're trying to stay on topic of the hidden email marketing secrets because that's what this episode is about. But um, the, the craft of storytelling is so important. And we're going to have a whole different episode on that. We're going to give you tips. But like, this is when you really start becoming a business owner, an entrepreneur, absolutely. But this is when you start learning how to be able to actually tell your experiences, right? So um, that's a great, that's definitely great, the cliffhanger. Um, so now that you're done with the first day, the first step, right? Day two. So this is hopefully going to remind you of the same thing Rashawn mentioned, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, high drama, high intensity. You want to start day two, step two, with the highest expectation because remember, you just left off a cliffhanger, right? You don't want to – now you don't want to get boring. Like you you want to make sure that they're excited to read because they're already amped, right? They already read the subject. like, oh, this is wavy. Like I'm expecting some wavy shit right now, so what's up? Now you give it to them. You deliver it on your promise. And and remember, like, you start the email with high drama because you've already built up the reader's expectation. And now the key is to start and provide the background to your journey, right, and continue building that emotional connection. Don't don't just give up here, right? Like, you, you have to make it easy translation. And remember the part where I mentioned how – in the first email, you end it by saying, oh, I'm going to give away some secrets. Well, now you actually, you know, give those secrets. Yeah, you owe them one, so. Right. Because you got, that's why they opened your email, right? Mm-hmm. You, did you feel me? At the end of it, though, that's when you give the secrets. Once again, you, you I hope you're, like, catching what I'm saying now, right? You tell the juicy stuff. You, you get the high expectation. You get the high drama. And now when you're ending the email... Boom. You actually kind of they're they're reading it, right? They're like, yeah, where, where's my shit at? Like, I didn't I didn't get the hidden secret. And that's when you're like, oh, by the way, and this is exactly the language we use, so you could take it if you want. Oh, by the way, I didn't forget the hidden secrets. It's actually, you know, this PDF or this checklist or this guide. Click on the button and it's yours, just download it, right? You're not asking them to do anything. You're not asking them to go to a different website. They're already in one place. It's a button. They click on it. They download it. And now you're building that trust because you're delivering on a promise. You're making sure you're following up on what you said. You're keeping it entertaining. You're you're actually letting them in on hidden secrets, right? No pun intended, but you're letting them in on hidden secrets. You're, you're like letting them on your life story, right? And then... The same exact thing that I told you earlier in email one, you do an email two, right? Hey, if you want to stay and learn more, tips, not secrets now, you know, not value, you're just tips, right? Make sure you look out for our email and yep, you guessed it, PS, the subject line is, you know, 
chapter three of five, right? And you could even add a little piece in there and say, like, don't worry, you know, we didn't forget about the hidden secret that we we're going to provide you with, and you provide it at the bottom. Whatever you want, you can play around with it, right? But I hope you understood what I just said. High expectation, high drama, juicy. At the end of it, present the hidden secret, present the next email subject line, and move forward. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this one is um, – and it's the second email they're seeing. So when you, ha- you have to pretty much deliver and keep them engaged mm-hmm. because – just like everyone else, you know, a lot of people will have a hump getting past that episode too. So after episode one and two, you got to keep them involved, keep them engaged so that they, they're there for episode three and hopefully get through your entire email sequence. Right. Um, and you so, want to show the struggle, right? I think like if you think of, uh, I guess I'll stick with the Game of Thrones example. Like the first two episodes, like the main characters that they've introduced so far, they're showing the struggle that they mm-hmm. face, right? So they're making it relatable. Yeah, I think they're each each character is pretty much building a relationship with you. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like you're seeing where they came from to where they're trying to go to eventually, you know, where they get to, the place that they are, which is, you know, with three dragons and, and one Yeah, dying. exactly. It's like it's like you kind of feel as if that you have a personal connection with them because you've seen them when they had no dragons. You've seen yep. them when there was three dragons compared to two and then, you know. Yep. So, I think that's the same way you have to approach your emails and the storyline within your emails so that you can build that um, particular connection with your audience and kind of still tie back to, you know, whatever brand, kind of keep it, um, you know, brand savvy towards your brand or or even a product or whatever it is that, you know. Like your business. Right? Yeah, pretty much. It's your business. Exactly. So yep. um, that's a great segue into day three, literally. Exactly. So day three. Um as and this is funny, like I, we didn't even plan this out. It's actually funny that you really just said that. But day three, step three, email three, whatever you want to call it, right? If you've made it this far, best believe that your reader, uh, whatever your open percentage rate is at that point, that percentage rate, those readers are into what you're saying, right? They mm-hmm. they feel connected to you at this point. So, like, good job, great if it's working for you, right? And you've shown your subscribers now that. You were struggling with something, right? And this email is actually when you show them that you had an epiphany, right? So that's the goal of this day. You had an epiphany and this epiphany caused everything to change in your business and you hit your stride. And basically, oftentimes, what we have to show the third email is really that when people go back and see email number one and see email number two, they're seeing a they're seeing a struggle, right? But email number three, they come to it like, whoa, like, okay, this changed everything around, like a light bulb went off, and that's when you sell, or that's when you introduce, right? For a fact that, okay, this is my product, this is my service, if you use it, it could change your life, okay? And I hope you just caught what I just said. So once again, email number one and two is all about details, all about juicy, all about high drama, all about the struggle, Email number three is, whoa, I had an epiphany that changed my life around, and now I'm making this amount of money. Uh, my business is going great. My wife is great. My family's great. My uh, workout plan is better. Yeah. I'm like, losing weight now. I mean, it's good. It is. Yeah. And that is because of, boom, this product or service, and I'm actually selling it to you right now, so let's get to it. And this email does not have to be long, okay? So I hope you caught that part, too, because email number one and two, yes, they are long, but third one, 
doesn't have to be long because guess what? As we said earlier, you already got them hooked, right? If they open this email, they know what they're looking for. Now you're just showing them how you transformed your entire life, right? Um, and the same exact thing. So after you actually um, basically introduce that epiphany, what we like to do is we like to show a video in this in this email, right? Because it gives them that personalized touch. I think, Sean, you, you mentioned this in other episodes before. The personalization part is always good. Um, yeah. If you have – actually, I'll let you run with this, the personalization aspect. Like why do you want to personalize everything? Yeah, so I mean a lot of times, you know, we might start out with – if you start out with 40 subscribers, email subscribers, or 20, or even if, you know, sometimes something small where you feel as if you can reach out to each of them personally, um, then that even creating a video or even including them in your um, in your soap opera sequence in one of the stories or saying something that if you know anything about them, kind of relating it directly to them, um, that is going to be super essential to your business because you're building a direct relationship with that person. That person feels as if not just, you're already building a connection with the software sequence, but of course, when you create like a personalized video saying, hey, you have any questions, reach out to me. Um, I noticed that you signed up. And you, you know, you point out something that make that person feel as if, you know, they're valued and you have their back and you, you're pretty much there for them um, no matter what, then that person feels is tied to you for life, you know? <laughs> and at that point, it's so much you easier. You put a ring on it, goddamn. Right? You just you just went on one knee for them. So, of course, at that point, you know they're a lot more easily um, able to relate to you and also to buy your product because they feel as if you know you're you give them undivided attention. Mm -hmm. You know, I've came. It's like you came directly to their house to talk to them about an issue they're having. If you're having an issue in your business, that's maybe why that someone is looking into email marketing at that point. So they might say, hey, this person reached out to me directly. Let me see what they have to offer. Let me you know, take the next steps with them. So personalizing, if you can, if you do have a small amount of subscribers, is, is going to be essential because that also helps you to grow to your 100,000. And, you know, and especially in this email. That, yeah. I think that's what, like, please don't get confused. Literally, like what he just said is perfect for email number three because if you can personalize in this, run with it. As yeah. he just said, right? So um, now, after you actually, you know, tell them like, "Hey, check out this video," um, and you know, you bring them to a landing page, and then they're looking at the video, they're checking it out. That's when you kind of convert the sale, right? But going back to the, <clears throat> sorry, going back to the actual email, you actually want to continue because remember, this is only three emails that you sent. There's two more that you can send, right? Um, and this is when you tell them, "Hey." Uh, make sure you look out the same exact format we've been following, right? Make sure you look out for step number four, email number four, chapter number four, however you want to phrase it, right? Because we're going to give away secrets that are only for you, right? Let them know that, you know, make them feel special, right? Like, think, just think about it. As Rashawn literally just said, if someone comes to you and customizes something for you and they're saying this is only for you, it's like, Oh, okay. Now, not only do I believe that you actually like put your time into it and you're getting an email from someone, no one does this anymore, where you're getting an email from someone and you know, hey, they actually mentioned my name. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, Hanu, how are you doing today? I noticed that you were having issues with this. Right. Hey, listen, we're more than happy to help you out. Hop on a call. What? Right. You want, you want, you want, you want to talk to me? me? 
Like, right? so. you know, so that that's step number three. And now we're actually going to come to like, we'll wrap this up pretty shortly. Because- so question for you. So after step number three, let's say they already got sales from certain customers. Okay. Would you still continue the the soap opera with, so, that, with those so people? This is how this is how we do it here, right? And I'm happy you asked because that's a good question. Um, and some of you might be confused, but this is why I love email marketing because literally you could track the people that bought stuff. You could you could hit like if you could literally. And I know we discussed in other podcasts, but um, if they click on a button, right, that says, "Oh, download my video" or "Take me to this video," so you know that they're interested, right? But say they went on the page and they're like they actually bought it. No, you don't have to. You don't have to actually keep on going with day four and five. You can literally just send them an email saying thank you so much for buying in, and then get on to the next emails. The I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the thunder, but we're going to discuss this literally mm-hmm. in like five minutes. You can continue with the next secret that we're going to mm-hmm. go over, right? Or you continue with regular emails, right? But if they didn't buy it, that's when you want to keep on going because step number four, email four, day four is actually where you hit them with the discount code, right? Um, so for day four of the email chain, you want to give your subscribers all the benefits you could think of for what you're providing them, right? So if you're providing a service or product, tell them exactly what benefit, what they could gain from that service and product in this email, right? So day four pretty much is giving you a discount code for what you're introducing day three. Yeah, because oh. like not only are you're validating, right? Like. Day three, cool. This is my product. This is my service. This is the epiphany. This is the value I gained. This is the benefits I had. Now, um, if they bought it, wavy. If not, all right, cool. Day four comes around, bro. You're missing out because these are all the benefits, right? These are all the secrets you you gained. This is you're gonna look like a boss if you do this shit, right? And um, you really want them to think like, damn, yo, like why didn't I pull the trigger earlier? So freaking simple, right? And then boom, you lead them into the sale right then and there. Right. And you could, it depends if you want to do it now and day five, whatever it is. But what, you know, what we like to do is let them know, like, yo, here's a discount code, um, you know, uh, 10% off or whatever it is. If, if you want to do yeah, it, and you can even put some scarcity behind it, you know, discount code is yeah. only going to last for three days. Hell so yeah. Purchase well, or, well, the next email is coming the next day. So maybe yeah. a couple hours or. Exactly. And that's, that's where it goes on the landing page, right? Because mm-hmm. when they click on that to buy it, you could literally have a timer on there where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this runs out in a couple of hours. And you, as the business owner, picks that. You know your customer. So you know how they think. We could tell you put a timer on it, but it's really up to you. 24 hours, 10 hours, 5 hours, 1 hour, 30 minutes, whatever. Yeah. And another thing is that when those people click and go on to, let's say they go to the checkout page, but they never, they're like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to. You can still retarget those people that you know oh, yeah. might have, you know, went onto the page, but they didn't complete the purchase. Hell yeah. So those people, you, you might target them. You might not do another email sequence with those people specifically, but you can use um, retargeting Facebook ads to try and, you know, bring them back to the product for them to see it again um, and possibly purchase. And then, um, I love that because it's so stalkerish, but... <laughs> oh, <listen. laughs> But uh, I don't stop till I get mine. Yeah, no, <laughs> persistence is key, right? No. <laughs> um, all right, so day five comes around, right? And now email five, step five. Listen, at this point, if they're opening this and they haven't bought it yet, you really want to make them feel like a dummy, right? You really mm-hmm. want to kick it in the butt type thing. Um, and this is like the shortest email, like very simple. And you could actually copy it 
for what we're trying to say, right? You could you could actually say how basically you could go in there and be like, did you click on this yet? Did you buy it yet? Like, what are you waiting for, right? And let them know that once again, you don't have to mention the benefits. They know the benefits at this point, right? They know everything. Literally just let them know, listen, I know that you are reading this right now and you know you're, you're it's helped a lot of people out, but at this point, you need to have the call to action. Um, and that call to action is basically, hey, if you didn't buy it, make sure you buy it and click on this link, right? And this is what we like to do. Once again, you could take everything we're saying. Hey, what if we told you that we're giving you a discount and you're saying it's not good enough, but let's add to the fact that it's a money back guarantee, right? So what are you waiting for? Yes, you have no pressure on you right now. You could pay us only if you think it's worth it. So to be honest, we're giving you a bunch of value. It's really up to you to take advantage of it for free, right? When you put it like that, they're going to be like, all right, well, and you only say this when you know your product is that weighty, right? You know your product is going to deliver. You know your service is going to be amazing. And to be honest, if you put in this time and effort, it is going to be amazing, okay? So say that, let them run with it, let them rock with it, and then boom, that covers your five-day soap opera sequence, right? And yes, does this work all the time? Not all the time, but is it proven to work better than every other email method that you could think of? Yes, because now you're telling a story, you're setting the stage, you're giving the drama, you're giving the epiphany, you're giving the benefits, you're having the urgency, the call to action, everything, right? So um, that is secret number one. And Rashawn, let's put them on secret number two. Uh, are they ready? You think they're, you think? I mean, I think, I think we can bless them. Should we? Yeah, no, I think we can do right. it. So, so the second part of the secret is another email marketing um strategy of course um it is and it is the seinfeld email marketing method now the seinfeld method it is kind of similar to soap opera but it doesn't have um a specific order in terms of what email goes out on which day Mm -hmm. um so i'm pretty sure if you've ever watched a seinfeld it's pretty much a a show that doesn't really have a specific well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a plot. It would have a plot, but it just—it's—it's it's pretty much about nothing. You Literally, know? the show is yeah, about absolutely nothing. It's just random shit. Yeah, it's just like how each person, pretty much, how does each person handle, how does each of the characters handle a specific event in their life every day? <laughs> like you know, yep. it was never um, anything crazy. It was never—I don't think it was even much. Was there a long term? It wasn't really like a long term story. It was most mostly just short term stories. Um, for Seinfeld, or yeah. Like it, honestly, bro. It all depends. Like that's why I love it because like you can go multiple directions. Like if you want it to be long, it can be long. Yeah. If you want it to be short, it can be pretty short. So the Seinfeld. So another thing is the Seinfeld. It, it isn't really to sell. It's mostly to um, keep your audience engaged. So the well, see, it's it, kind of like. Go ahead. What were you saying? I, I mean, yeah. It, the thing is, you want to keep them engaged the entire time, right? However, you want to have a call to action that basically links to like a related blog, right, or sale offering or piece of content. So I think what you're, I think what you're saying, right? Maybe I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. It could be to gain that, you know, that subscriber 
trust and confidence because, hey, you're telling a story, but you're not selling at the end of it. So mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, here's this giveaway that I'm giving for free, right? Like, I, is that what you is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. So we're on the same page. Yeah. So for yeah, exactly. So you know, it's not you're not sending in an email buy this for this price. Yeah, you're not yeah. Doing it's that. never it's never in terms of you know, just blatantly, hey, this is on sale. Get it for nine ninety nine. It's you know, it's it's more of a, it's more like a story about nothing, but then it ties back into the product towards the end of the story, of course. Exactly. So that you know they they see exactly what they're missing out on or. They see exactly where their areas of opportunity are in their business, depending on what you're selling. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, so it is definitely another great method in terms of you know building awareness about your brand and also trying to get people to, to see if your um, your your product or service resonate with them. Yep. You know exactly because after a while you're gonna see people not really opening your 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 um, emails. Your open rate might be lower. Depending on you know what exactly your email is about, but then if you notice you have a different emails that they're opening more, maybe because that email resonated with them a lot more. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So no, hundred percent. Yeah. So you try and keep different like segments of topics. So if you want to do um, a month or two weeks of a specific topic, and you kind of notice if hey, let's test this out. Is it working? No. Let's test this out. Oh, this one is working, and then. You can tailor that email that you know that's working towards your product, and then at that point, you can definitely send them a call to action to, as you said, to like a blog or sales page or whatever it is that you know you feel as if um, they would need or want to purchase. Yeah, and, and I think um, this works really, really well when you're trying to do something related to like a webinar, right? Mm-hmm. Because definitely. <clears throat> so actually, let's. Let's do exactly what we did with the soap right? Let's walk you through how you could implement it for yourself. So we want you to basically when you're when you're done with the soap opera, right? Because remember, Seinfeld is really like a follow-up to a soap opera if you want it to be. And um, it works a lot better once you actually do it because now you master storytelling. But regardless, you could use it anytime. So we want you to begin thinking about your daily life, right? In terms of a story. Right. Keep a log um, of the interactions you have each day. Right. And pay particular attention to those that either surprise you or challenge you. And then basically choose one event. Right. And write an email as if you were talking to a friend. Right. So imagine you're talking to Rashawn and I about um, a random event. So let me see if I come up with something fire. Right. Hold on. Um, Okay. So imagine this. You are, you can talk about anything, by the way. So I'm just going to think about this. You go to a grocery store, right? And you're shopping, you're having a tough ass day, you're annoyed. Um, and then, you know, when you see a random teacher, bro, that you don't want to ever see, like you see someone in public that you don't want to see. So yeah. imagine you're at a grocery store <laughs> and you run to your teacher that you had in fifth grade that you really freaking hated. And that just made your day even worse, right? But then as you're doing this, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like this teacher was pretty cool because she taught me about my work ethic, right? She made me work on stuff that I hated. But then you're like, oh, okay. So now I worked on my work ethic and I'm going to go home and I'm going to just think about ideas that I want to think about that could help me make a lot of money and help my business grow. So now you're at home, you're, you're getting tired, but you wait, 
you have that work ethic reminder that your teacher just told you about. So now you're always working, you're always grinding. And then before you know it, you finally figure out the idea that's going to make you a bunch of money. Now you start implementing it. Now you start working at it. Now you start putting in those hours. And before you know, you made a hundred K in less than two months. Now, since you know, you made a hundred K in less than two months, you want to put other people on. So now you have a legitimate business because you're giving value to other people. You're writing emails on it. And before you know, it, you see what I just did there. I literally just created a Seinfeld sequence, right? Because Thought about daily life, thought about the interactions I have with my teacher, thought about some surprises and some challenges that I go through and how I could write about it in an email, right? It could be the most random story, but the key is how to tie it back to a project service that you're providing or a giveaway that you're giving. If you really want to, you could even talk about, wow, I have a work ethic. You know what? Here's how you can learn about my work ethic and what skills or what steps to follow by downloading this PDF below. Pretty simple, right? And and please catch this because people, as we said earlier, does length doesn't really matter when you're telling a story, right? Like use the exactly number of words you, you need to tell a story. No more, no less, not the words I need, not the words Rashawn needs, not the words that you see people using in random emails, the words you need, okay? But um, what'd you think about that? I think that was pretty damn good, to be honest. Right. I was over here thinking about a whole nother, but I think that was pretty good. I mean, in terms of, you know, you, the teacher taught you work ethic. At the beginning, you kind of put some drama in there. I don't like this teacher. Exactly. Um, then, then all of a sudden, you kind of remember like, hey, this teacher actually brought me to where I am mm-hmm. today, which is having a business, like, you know, because, of course, implementing that work ethic in you allow you to grow and scale your business, keep you on track, you know, allow you to go to school or whatever, whatever your journey is, of course, but it kind of makes you think about maybe your life. And if there is a teacher like that in your life and mm-hmm. even think about your work ethic and it is maybe your work, work ethic isn't, you know, where you want it to be, you want to improve it. So at that point, you kind of want to know like, hey, how is his work ethic? And that's when your email might have a, exactly as you said, a PDF of how to improve your work ethic. Like and at that point- that's a customer. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a customer. Exactly. So that's. I think that was a very, very good example. Very good example. But, but yeah, but I'm pretty sure you guys kind of get it. If you don't, then definitely email us at theempirethoughts.com. If you have any questions, any concerns, we're always here for you. Um, and as I said, if, if you have any questions about the soap opera sequence, anything at all, you can also check us out on Instagram at theempirethoughts.com. I'm sorry, Empire Thoughts, um, and pretty much we're everywhere. So if you have any questions, reach out to us. Anything you got to say to these people? Um, I mean, I think uh, if you guys actually want a template, so as Rashawn mentioned earlier, right, Like we we actually have templates for you guys for the Soul Bobber sequence um, and Seinfeld sequence. So if you're interested, right, and just shoot us over an email. You're going to um, give them one of our templates? I mean, I feel like, yeah, you know. Man, might as well. I, I mean, if y'all want them, yeah, shit, like – I feel like it could help them. So um, send us our email at what theempirethoughts at gmail.com. And um, we could definitely talk, we could chat, and we could hook you over this template. But other than that, I got nothing, man. Yeah, I think we I think we said it all. We said it all. So we'll definitely see you guys um, on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you. See you on the next one.